Hey y'all, this is Mel Offlerbach and you're listening to Green Juice and Tequila. Green Juice and Tequila represents the earthy, organic, natural vibes colliding with raw, imperfect, and unfiltered stories. Some of us can have it all together, y'all. Eating the latest health nut craze, drink our green juice, meditate every morning. But we also have a side that's vulnerable, real, and sometimes stressed. Life throws you curveballs, y'all, and that's okay. You can be both, green juice and tequila. Well, hello, y'all. This is Mel Offlerbach. Thank you so much for joining in on this episode, Green Juice, Anxiety and Gut Health. These are pretty important topics I feel like is crucial to share with others. It's something that I'm very passionate about and they're topic points that I educate and use in many of my detox programs that I share with my clients and with friends and family around. So I'm really excited to be on this episode and share some green juice stuff with you guys. Um, If this is the first time you've joined in and listened to Green Juice and Tequila, welcome. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a background of me when it comes to the nutrition industry. I've been a holistic health coach for about 10 years now. I've learned from clinical nutritionists to integrative medical professionals to Ayurvedic counselors. So I've got a, a slew of different backgrounds that I really pull to many of my detox programs. One thing that I chit chat about in many of my programs is the idea of alkalining your system. This is where you start to intake fruits and vegetables. Um, You start to eliminate acidic based foods and acidic based foods are going to be like animal protein, caffeine, alcohol, sugar, processed foods, those all have an acidic base. So when you hear people talk about, you guys need to drink green juice, it's really healthy for you. Yes, it is healthy for you. But there are some rules to drinking green juice. And the reasons why we're drinking green juice, at least for what I believe in, is alkalining your system. When you drink a green juice what you're doing is you're pulling all the fiber out of your fruits and vegetables. That's also important. You can add that later on in your day. But when you drink a green juice, you're pulling every, all the juice, all the nutrients down to just a liquid. And so when you drink that liquid, it's going to absorb within seconds in your mouth. It it will immediately go into your gut. Your body can absorb it and process it extremely fast because it's in liquid form. So a lot of times when you drink a green juice, y'all, you're going to feel like you're on a high. You have so much energy. You feel really, really good as long as you drink it on an empty tummy. I'm going to go into a couple rules when it comes to green juicing. We'll get into that in just a second. So on this episode of green juice anxiety, and gut health, we'll talk about how alkalining your system affects your hormones and how it affects your gut. Like that's, that's the most important thing that I feel like bringing um, to light and awareness on this episode are those topic points there. So let's get right into the rules of green juicing. Y'all, you got a green juice in the morning. You got to do it on an empty stomach. If you 
have a belly full of food and you put green juice on top of that, it's going to cause a ton of gas and a ton of discomfort and bloating. And the reason for that is because green juice is actually really, really easy to digest on your, on your digestive system. And so when you green juice or you do any alkaline based water, even like lemon water, you want to do that on an empty tummy. And I always recommend my clients doing that first thing in the morning. When you do that first thing in the morning, you're, you're, you're starting your day on an alkaline system, then go have your coffee, then go have your eggs and your turkey sausage or whatever it is that you do in the morning, start your day with lemon water and a green juice. And again, doing that on an empty tummy y'all. So you're not getting all that bloating and gas. So don't do green juice in the afternoon, unless you've been like water fasting all day or intermittent fasting and your first thing on your gut is the afternoon, then that's the time to have a green juice. I can definitely tell you some stories of folks when you don't, when you don't do that correctly. So the reason why we green juice is we want to alkaline our system. A lot of you are like, what the crap meat was alkalining? Alkalining is a low pH base in the body and in the gut. So Alkaline foods are going to be all your fruits and vegetables. Well, the opposite of alkalining is acidic. So your acidic-based foods are going to be like what I mentioned before. It's going to be processed food, alcohol, caffeine, sugar, animal protein, dairy. All of those things are very acidic in the body. So when we are alkalining our system, it's important to have an understanding of what acidic foods are. And y'all, I'm not saying you can't have acidic based foods. We just got to food combine it correctly. If 50 to 60% of your day is alkaline based foods, you're doing good. My friends, if you spend most of your day eating acidic based foods, like think about it a second, how many of y'all wake up and go straight to the coffee maker and get a cup of coffee or a black tea? And then you're running out the door. So you got to grab a protein bar. And then at lunch, you're so freaking starving. You're like, Oh, I want to have a big piece of chicken and I need some sweet potatoes and rice or whatever it is to like make you feel full. And then at two o'clock, you're so freaking exhausted because you ate this huge lunch and now you need another cup of coffee. Y'all just right there, three o'clock in the afternoon, we've had so much acidic based foods. No wonder we feel like crap during the day. And no wonder that our hormones are all jacked up or we're having skin issues or weight issues. So In the morning, if you can start your day with alkalining, you're doing good. Maybe at lunch or before lunch, you have a big green smoothie. And at lunch, you're having a big, vibrant, beautiful salad. And maybe you do get a side of French fries. Just make sure you eat your salad first before you have your carbs or your protein. And then at dinner time, you can have a piece of fish or a piece of meat. Just make sure you're pairing it with some vegetables. This is how you food combine correctly. So the food combining rules that I always say is these two equations. You either do greens and protein or greens and complex carbs. If you can food combine just with that simple rule, you will feel a huge difference when it comes to bloating or constipation or stomach cramps. Like we have so many of us has so many gut issues and we can just start simple by adding a little green juice in the morning and food combining our actual meals during the day. Okay. So now we're food combining, we're alkalining. We got all this knowledge going on. And then you might ask like, okay, like what are the signs or what are the effects 
of me eating this way? Well, we talk about in my programs, and you probably heard the buzzword a lot too about how 90% of your hormones reside in your gut, which is legitimately so true, you guys. When we are trying to alkaline our bodies, or what I say, try to alkaline your life, you have to have an understanding of where your anxiety, stresses, and worries are because gut health is completely related to hormone health. So your gut is basically your second brain. So 97% of your hormones like dopamine, oxytocin, cortisol, endorphins, adrenaline, all of that hang out in your gut in conjunction with your brain. So your gut and your brain are connected. So when I have a client come to me for energy work or they start listing off all these issues that they're having emotionally and physically, my first question to them is, what's your day-to-day food intake like? Are you having that energy crash and need that cup of coffee in the afternoon? Are you the person that just doesn't have time to eat so you go through and get fast food all the time? What triggers that emotional eating or not eating? Because our gut is so related to our emotional health, we have to stop and ask ourselves, what are we putting into our bodies? So sometimes we even try to get a grip on our emotional struggles because our bodies are in such a toxic state. If you're plowing down sugar and alcohol and processed foods, you're going to feel like crap. And it's because your gut is acidic. When our body's acidic, our body goes into this protective mode and creates all this mucus to try to protect all the organs and the layers of our gut. And guess what lives in mucus, y'all? Bacteria, which is like super gross, right? What happens is when we get a ton of this gross bacteria in our bodies, the bacteria goes into all the nicks and crannies of the internal self. And that means like organs to your brain, to your hair follicles, And it's like a feeding frenzy for them. And this spikes our indoctrine system and causes a whole lot of issues. Have I lost you guys yet? I hope not because we still have a lot of stuff to chit chat about. Um, So y'all, the first step is easy. You want to work on you. You want to start small, eliminate some of these acidic based foods in your body, like processed sugars, alcohol, caffeine, heavy animal byproducts, and just add in more alkaline-based foods like fruits and vegetables. So start your morning off, like we mentioned before, with a warm cup of water before you drink your coffee. Drink a big old green juice or a smoothie after that. And when you eat your meals, plan to food combine correctly. Eat meat paired with your veggies or eat your complex carbs with your veggies so you can balance out your acidic foods. And always, y'all always just drink more water. Drinking more water is just going to hydrate the system. I can't tell you how many times I've had people come in and they're so dehydrated because we eat so many foods that are in packages or we eat foods that do not have water in them. In fact, if you start drinking more green juice and smoothies in your day, you might not even have to drink as much water because all of your fruits and vegetables you're eating have a ton of water. Okay. So that's a little bit on gut health. We're going to dive right into good old anxiety. So The anxiety topic, I'm going to be super real with y'all. Anxiety freaking sucks. And for some of us, it may never go away, but there are tools that can help manage it. I will say focusing on alkalining your system is a huge tool when it comes to your emotional state. But with anxiety, have you guys ever felt like it's just sitting in your chest or your throat 
or your gut, it's this like high vibration that you're feeling and it just won't go away. Y'all, I feel you. Like this is something I struggle with on a daily. And so in response to that high vibration, you might feel like I need to go take a cardio class or I need to go for a run or I need to move my body to feel better. Y'all, do you know why you want to do this? It's because when you exercise, your body creates endorphins and that flushes cortisol and cortisol is your, your stress hormone. So when you are creating all these endorphins, it makes us feel better. So that's why you want to go do that. But then you'll get your crash a couple hours later when the endorphins wear off and then you start feeling bad again. Or maybe when you have anxiety, you want to go eat chocolate or sugar. And you know why we want to do that? Because when we eat sugar, our body produces dopamines, which gives you that physical high. That's like what cocaine does. And that's why it's very addicting and it's just not the best habit to get into. So I have personally struggled with anxiety and I've worked extremely hard on a day-to-day basis to manage and live with it. So a couple tools that I'll share with you to kind of help ground some of that vibrational energy you, you feel one alkaline, your system with alkaline foods, um, limit your caffeine intake. If you're sensitive to caffeine, that's going to be a high vibrational beverage and you're going to feel this intense high with it. Just limit it a little bit. Do it in the morning. Try not to do it in the afternoon. Practicing yoga, y'all, mm, that's a game changer. That's practices. Yoga means the union of mind and body. It's connecting those two things together. Yoga for me is like therapy. So roll out your mat, go try a yoga class. Another way, easy, easy way to manage some of your anxiety is just to take 10 deep breaths. Anytime you feel anxiety pings coming on, take a, take a break, pause, and take 10 deep breaths. If you have the patience for meditating, meditating is a game changer. Anxiety is resides in your gut and in your mental state, your mind. So if you can start practicing some mind tools like meditation, that will also help alleviate some of your anxiety. Energy work is great too, like Reiki and massage and acupuncture. Gratitude journaling shifts your whole mindset of victimizing or poor me or why is this happening to me to what am I grateful for? That's going to shift your perspective. My favorite thing to do when I start feeling stressed out about something is earthing. And earthing means going outside barefoot. Go stand on the grass. Go stand on a rock. I know it sounds super hippy-dippy, but go outside and be connected to the earth. You know, our bodies are positively charged and the earth is negatively charged. And there's a very obvious magnetic connection that we have to being outside. So y'all just start small. Sometimes you have to reach a place of, you know, total exhaustion or sickness or hit your rock bottom with your health in order for you to realize like what's really worth your time and your energy. You just have to accept what is and focus on your progress rather than stressing out about X, Y, and Z in your life. Okay. My last little tidbit on green juice before we end this podcast, because I could talk y'all's ear off about this. I get a lot of questions on what kind of juicer should I get? My favorite juicer is a cold press juicer called the Omega. 
I am a huge fan of cold press juicing. And the reason behind that is when you juice your fruits and vegetables in a cold press juicer, it's done very, very slowly. It's a slow grind. And when you get your juice out of that, one, it tastes like silk. It's like the best tasting juice ever. But the most important thing is all the organisms and the natural probiotics that are in living fruits and vegetables, it stays alive and it can actually stay alive up to three days. So if you're someone that likes to plan out their week or plan out their juice regimen, or you don't want to make a juice every morning, buy a cold press juicer. That cold pressed juice, you can juice all day Sunday on an afternoon and have three days worth of juice that you just don't have to think about can grab and go. Now you can also use a fresh press juicer and those are usually from Breville or there's a couple other really great brands out there. A fresh press juicer spins really, really fast and it usually has a metal, like a shredded metal piece on it that shreds and juices your fruits and vegetables because it's going so fast and that piece is metal, it creates a lot of heat and heat is something that kills off those natural organisms. So if you're going to fresh press juice or buy a fresh press juice, you're just going to have to juice and drink it immediately there. I always tell people, give yourself 20 minutes before the organisms start to die off. You can't fresh press juice juicing stored in your fridge for a couple days. We consider that dead juice. So honestly, like I said, I'm a cold press juicer girl. If you're going to make the investment, get on Amazon or go to Omega and buy their juicer. It is so worth every penny of it. And it's really, really easy to clean. Um, a little tidbit, if you're going to go to the grocery store and go buy a quote, cold pressed juice, like off the shelves of whole foods or whatever health food store you guys go to turn it around and see if it says HPP. HPP is high pressured pasteurized. Stores literally cannot sell unpasteurized juice. It's like a regulation there. So that means that they use a high pressure, which creates heat. It might've been cold pressed, but for them to, to pasteurize it, they have to use heat. And again, it's dead juice. So that's a $10 dead juice. Yeah. Y'all just spent your money on just go to the juice bar and get a fresh pressed juice and drink it right then and there or do it yourself. Um, so y'all, I hope you enjoyed this little juicing alkaline gut health anxiety podcast. Um, I would love to connect with each and every one of you. Please feel free to message below. Feel free to also, um, connect with me on my Instagram. I'm Mel Yoga Mama. And then subscribe. Green Juice and Tequila is more than just an informative, holistic podcast. That represents the green juice portion of the title, Green Juice and Tequila. Tequila represents the real, raw, and perfect stories. And I want to give women a platform on this podcast to share their stories, to share their experiences. And I want our viewers to come from a place of just non-judgment and to feel inspired and empowered by some of these stories. I have met so many incredible women in my life that have influenced where I am now. I'm just so pumped and excited to be able to share this platform um, with some of those amazing ladies. So join in, y'all. Subscribe. Give me feedback. Um, comment below. Thanks again so much for joining in. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.